Do you like the work we're doing here at It's All Journalism? For as little as a dollar a month, you can help us continue the conversation about good journalism. Show your support by donating to our Patreon campaign. Go to itsalljournalism.com and follow the link at the top of the page to donate. I definitely think it's weird in some senses because, I mean, now I'm also a content creator, so I try to push news on people too, which is the other thing. So I guess it's like a two-way street for me now. Um, and like you said, I kind of use it as leisure before. I still kind of have a personal life on social media, but not as big of one um, as I would if I wasn't a content creator and wasn't taking my social media to be something professional. Welcome to It's All Journalism. I'm Michael O'Connell, here with another podcast about digital media. This is actually a special podcast that I am recording live at DePaul University in Greencastle, Indiana. Can I get some noise to let everybody know that there are people here in this room? Okay. So we're going to try something a little different than other podcasts we may have done in the past at live events. We're going to pass the microphones around and try to get an idea from each of the students here who want to participate, where do they get their news? Because I, I think that would be very interesting to find out. Well, let's start here. What's your name? My name is Mitchell Evans. Okay, where do you get your news? I get my news off of Snapchat. Snapchat. In what form is that? Do people send you links? You know, is it just people send you a sentence of something or what? There are stories on Snapchat, and they're like just little, like ten second clips of things going on. Is it mostly in video? Yeah. How about you? I usually get my news off of Twitter as much as I try to use apps. I use Twitter a lot more. Okay. Why is that? Because I'm on Twitter most of the time, and I guess most of the people I follow retweet a lot of news and news headlines. Are you mostly getting people, are, are the tweets that you're looking at things from your friends, or do you also follow like news sites? I wouldn't say they're necessarily my friends. There's just a lot of people I follow, so okay. their opinions are attached to it as well. But I, it's mostly opinions I agree, I agree with. Okay. Well, that's, a, that's another thing. We could talk about that. Why do you pick people, I hate to put you on the spot, why do you pick people to follow that you only agree with? Do you, do, would you ever follow somebody that, oh, this, here's somebody a completely different political view that I would follow. Would you ever do that? Uh, I tend not to just because it's kind of exhausting. You know, I come from a city of Chicago, so I feel like I'm, I'm mostly surrounded with people I agree with. And coming here in Greencastle, Indiana, it's not really the case. So as long as I'm on my social media, I feel more comfortable being able to, like, dive into opinions I agree with. Okay, thanks. How about you? Where do you get your news? I really only listen to sports or pay attention to sports, really. So basically from my ESPN app on my phone. Okay. You don't follow any, um, any players or any broadcasters on social media? No, no, no. actually. No. So do you have any interest at all in national politics? Not particularly Okay. at this moment of my life. Yeah, the great thing about following sports is you know who the winners and losers are. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's a lot easier. People wear uniforms. So you know who's doing what. How about you? Uh, hi, my name is Kaylee Griffin. My daughter's um, name is Kaylee. Oh, okay. It's great to hear people yeah. named Kaylee. Go on. I get my news from the ABC News like app downloaded on my phone. Um, and then I follow certain political commentators on Instagram or on their social media platforms. So like... Angela Rye for CNN and Robin Roberts, Good Morning America, Ann Curry, yeah, and oh. MSNBC, Joy and Reid. Why ABC? What is it you like about them? I've watched it since I was younger, and I find that most of the people, the commentators that I hear from, agree with me. So, like, kind of like what Tabitha said, like, listening to people who have similar views, 
I come across articles where I don't dis I don't agree with the people what they're saying, but for the most part, when I'm looking for news, I look for people who agree with me. Do you do you share a lot of the stories that you read? I have before, but usually not because I just read it on the app itself. So okay. if it's a news article, I just watch it on the app or I watch a video. When you say news, are, are you talking just sort of more general news? Are you talking politics? Are you talking entertainment, sports? Is um, it just whatever? Yeah, politics, entertainment. Um, yeah. Okay, cool. How about uh, where did it go? How about you? Um, I get most of my stuff through social media, or sometimes I'll go onto the Google News, and they have like different articles split up between like technology, health, or sports, and I just go through the sections on that. What did you read this morning? This morning I read a lot of stuff on the Super Bowls, like commercials. <laughs> I mean, obviously Super Bowl. So. Uh huh. That was a pretty good game. Yeah. I think so. So, do you share any of the stuff on your social media that you? Uh, get? I do not. I just usually go to links and then follow through there. I read a lot of stuff from like the Indy Star or. Chicago Tribune and things like that. I'll get links from there. Are you from, from Indy or from Chicago? I'm from around Indy, yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. So am I. So how about you? Hi, my name is uh, Victoria Zetterberg, and normally I use apps like AP Mobile, um, The Economist, New York Times. Um, I try to look at it before bed to try to catch up on everything, but every now and then I'll hit it up in the morning. Do you get alerts from the, the news organizations? Yeah, um, New York Times, I get alerts, so anytime there's like a breaking story or anything interesting kind of pops up, and I'll kind of like tab what catches my eye to read later, but normally I don't read it straight away. Do you share with any of the content that you get? Like yeah, if something catches my eye or I think it's like important enough that my friends and family should know, I normally kind of send a link on like Twitter or Facebook, see if other people, what their opinions on the article might be. How about Facebook? You, you said you mentioned Facebook. Do yeah. you do you get much news from Facebook, or you, is that more you try to keep that less news, more family? I try personal? to keep that more like personal, but there are plenty of stories that kind of catch my eye on there, more like pop culture stuff that I'll kind of like give a click to. But harder news, um, more like political, economic issues, um, I normally just keep to my news specific apps. Cool, thank you. How about you? I get most of mine off of social media as well. Okay, which which platform? Snapchat and Twitter. What do you what do you like about those? Um, I mean, they're easy to find, and, like, if you're following them, then, like, the retweets, like they said earlier, and the Snapchat, like, the videos as well. How many people do you follow, do you think, on, on Twitter? Do you know? No, I don't know. No. Are most of the people you follow on Snapchat, are they, like, your, like your friends? or mm. okay. On Snapchat, yeah. I'm an old guy. I'm trying to understand Snapchat, and I know, I know, I know it's big. So what do, what do you like about Snapchat? Just you, nobody else. What do you like now? All right. Uh, I mean, it's easy to use and, like, communicate with people. Yeah, I would say just, like, the easy, the, yeah. Okay. Well, I, I don't want to tax you too much on this because the only reason I ask is is that, you know, Twitter, as a journalist, Twitter, they, you know, as long as it's been around, it's been kind of a, a news distribution app. A lot of uh, journalists use it, and uh, one of the issues that we – talk about is the fact are we just is it just an echo chamber that is it jur journalists talking to journalists about these stories that only journalists care about and that can be kind of problematic and so you have a platform like facebook which is much more personal and you see stories and engagement on, on that platform just kind of skyrocket and compared to twitter we kind of wonder what's you know what's the good is is of twitter especially when, when now you have things like snapchat or you have like push notifications sort of taking over. How about you? Uh, my name's Kate Wally, and I also enjoy Twitter. One feature I like about it is hashtags, and you can see what's trending. So when I wake up, when I'm before I go to bed, I'll go to Twitter and see what has been trending that day and what the most people are talking about. What hashtags do you usually check? 
Well, in the like what's trending right now, it'll normally be a hashtag, but also when I'm a big entertainment and film gal, and I like when um, television shows put a hashtag in like the bottom of the screen, you can kind of follow what people are saying. For example, like This Is Us um, had a big episode last night on NBC, and the hashtag This Is Us was trending automatically. And I got to see what people's reactions were and the news on that. And I think that a lot of late night television shows use hashtags as well that I like to follow the news with. Yeah, that's another thing. If if anybody listens, gets gets news from their any of the late night shows, you mention that as well because I know a lot of people do. Yeah, no, it's interesting about about the hashtags and, and how people are using it, especially in you mentioned TV shows that sort of two screen experience that. On the one hand, sometimes you'll get, they'll actually have somebody who's connected with the show actually putting out some behind-the-scenes stuff throughout mm-hmm. the show to sort of, you know, it's kind of like that old thing on, on uh, MPTV, the pop-up video where they give you information about it. And then you, you get to a chance to say things that you like. And so it's more of an enriching experience than just watching it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool. Yes. Okay, I get my news primarily from Facebook. I like how I can have a lot of different sources all together by following multiple different types of sources, including like my local newspaper, the DuPont newspaper, including national news sources, and even TV shows, in addition to being able to see reactions from family and friends, too. Okay. Does your family share a lot of content, like news content? Some of them do. I think I try to just stick with the ones that I agree with. Um, I think... It's mostly kind of my more left-leaning family members that are prone to sharing. Um, I don't really want to see the stuff from my conservative family members, so I choose kind of not to. Uh, We did a podcast about, um, they did a survey of people down in in Kentucky around the Bowling Green area, which Bowling Green University is more blue-purple, and the county surrounding it is red. And they sort of did a survey of news consumption throughout the county after the election and they talked about their news usage and so many people had you know they talked about they had unfriended a bunch of people on Facebook because they just didn't want to have to deal with this stuff because it was it was just too much they wanted to sort of get control of their their news feed that's one of the weird things about relying on social media this is not a judgment about anything anybody's saying it's just it's just an observation it's you know <laughs> When you have people picking stories, you need to read this story. Uh, and maybe it isn't something that you, you really want to read. Who's next? Hi, I'm Liz. Hi, Liz. Um, so Monday through Friday, I get two different newsletters every morning. Uh, one is a skim, and it's a bit of everything. Uh-huh. Just a general overview of the news, and you can click on links to learn more, to go into more depth and read full articles about the subjects you're interested in and the other one is the morning brew and it's more I've heard of that, yeah. economic more businessy it's about the markets and the stocks is that something that you're interested in as a student or you know like in your what you're studying or is it just um sort of well I'm, I'm studying for the gmat which is an entry entrance exam to get into business school so it's something on my radar so I'm not an econ major or anything, but it's just an interest of mine. So you, you, you had to sign up for those newsletters, and you picked which um, which things you were going to be most interested in? I'm not sure if I ever picked a preference. I think it's just a general newsletter that goes out to everyone. Okay. Yeah. 
Only during the week? Do you do, do anything on the weekends? Or you just when I to... have more time to read more, I go into the New York Times or the New Yorker. And then when I have a lot of time, like on a long car ride, I love uh, listening to podcasts, okay, especially which, NPR. Oh, NPR. What's your favorite podcast? Planet Money. Planet Money. That's a really good podcast. Yeah, it's, it's just really, really, really well produced, really smart. It helps you understand how, to, how money works. Yeah, how it's, everything it's great, works. Hence, it's mm-hmm. in the name. Okay. How about you? I also skim, so okay. I really like that a lot. Um, and also, just like the push notifications, it's like easy to they just pop up, and if something's interesting, you can click on it and get the full article. Yeah. So er, today is the day after the Super Bowl. Um, how many of you got notifications, like on your phone, about the Philadelphia winning? Yeah, I, I got one. I think it was from Washington Post. They sent one. So it's just interesting. I don't know if it's good or bad. It's just the distribution system yes yeah i also get the scam every morning and then i also um signed up for another newsletter um it's called like bof business of fashion um because that's like something that i've like want to go into and have done like internships in so like my job for that was to like keep up with the like latest fashion news so i've just like continued reading that and then i also follow a lot of like designers and like bloggers and stuff on like Instagram and social media. So that's how I keep up with like the worlds I'm interested in. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you mentioned Instagram. Instagram's a, is a great platform. I think, or, and I think a lot of people are, are beginning to see that sort of grow in importance just because of the ease of use, the fact that it allows you to, you know, share pictures. I mean, you can share pictures on Facebook and, and Twitter, but so, I don't know. There's something about Instagram that just works so well. It's even more so than something like Pinterest. Pinterest almost seems so structured. It's like you get to build these pages. Well, I, I just want to, sh- you know, share this really kind of neat picture of something that I'm at. And if you're lucky, you should, you, should, you know, you, you get to sign, uh, you know, find photographers uh, and follow them. AJ Chavar, C H A V A R from. I think he's at the New York Times now. Ben Lowy, Ben L O W Y. Both of them have been on my podcast. They're amazing photographers. You should follow them on Instagram. They're they're just fantastic. They're just seeing their stuff. Who's got it? Yes, you. I am pretty Twitter loyal when it comes to getting my news. Okay. Yeah, I like uh, how they can collect all the different tweets you can search, whether it's for a hashtag or just like if there's like a fire by my house or if there's a national news story i can go search and and get not only all the tweets in the latest section but they can kind of selectively pour through those and choose tweets from like the most engaged people or like reliable sources that can give me i guess more direct information than just individual reactions you know watching have you ever watched like a breaking news story developed through tweets it's fascinating for me, the the aha moment with Twitter was the uh, Japanese earthquake. It was like a Saturday afternoon, and I was I was on Twitter, and you know I I just signed up maybe a few months before, and seeing so many different people, news outlets, humanitarian support groups, just like you know, as the news was happening and, and seeing how it was sort of changed. There was also a shooting up in in New York, or or the Boston bombing is a perfect example of. You know, you see sort of the strengths and the weaknesses of, of Twitter. You know, it's great for, for seeing something sort of develop, but 
the challenge for journalists is, you know, how do you get verification in breaking news like that? And it's, I mean, it's something that they're still trying to solve, but it's an incredibly powerful platform still. How about you? Hi. So I get a lot of push notifications on my phone too. Um, That's nice because it happens like several times a day. And then I also get the skim in my email every morning. I don't normally share on social media, but sometimes like my sister and my mom and I will send each other like links to like an article or a video to watch. Okay. How about you? Um, I guess. She's a teacher. It's okay. Professor. I'm a person too. (laughs) I'm a person. Okay. A lot of things have already been mentioned. I get a lot of my news from Twitter, people, either friends or colleagues and stories they post. But something that maybe is a bit different than has already been mentioned is I visit the websites of newspapers from places where I've lived before or where, like, the people I love are living so that I can keep up on what's going on in those areas. In Canada. So in Canada, yeah, in the U.K., in New Zealand. Okay. Like, my wife uh, is from Tonawanda, New York, which is a suburb of Buffalo, and she gets the Tonawanda News so every once in a while she say, oh, look, there was a fire on the street where I grew up. Or, oh, look, this person has been arrested. Not that they, she knows them, I don't think. How about you? All right. Um, I get a lot of my news from Facebook and Snapchat. On Facebook, there's, I mean, I have to sort through a lot of junk. But at the same time, I also learn about a lot of national stuff going on. Like I found out about the Hawaii bomb scared i'm on facebook i found out about the vegas shooting all that stuff on facebook how about you uh i primarily like to utilize facebook but i've started shifting more to having push notifications come in more frequently because i found that the fact no matter how kind of long the title of you know whatever is breaking news is i find that the kind of instantaneous send to your phone for whatever is going on kind of keeps that in my mind so as the story progresses then i'll be able to utilize other news outlets to learn more about it but just kind of the the quick updates of kind of any news in general i find to be satisfying for getting a variety of news primarily breaking from across the spectrum and this is a question for everybody who hasn't spoken yet but think about it are you kind of are you happy with with, with having this kind of freedom that you sort of pretty much you can program your news feed Pretty much. It used to be, you know, you, you go on and watch uh, the evening news at 6 p.m., and that was when you got the news. It used to be you would pick up the morning paper in the morning off your, your porch, and that was your news. Do you like the ability of control that you have, or would you like a little more variety in it? I think it's nice to have some control to kind of be able to tailor what news you receive, because obviously in kind of your own personal interests can dictate what you dedicate more time to reading and learning about and while you can still have that variety of news that you receive having it more be having it have a more personalized kind of outlet for you i think allows me to keep up with it more often than instead of push things aside that i might not necessarily be interested in okay thanks yes you. hi i'm blair and i get my news from like trending on facebook and also buzzfeed news oh okay what, what do you like about buzzfeed well, I have the app on my phone, so it'll give me notifications when, like, stories pop up. And I kind of like how the material's more condensed and it's easier to, like, read through and get the basis of what's going on. You know, people do criticize BuzzFeed for their, you know, the clickbaity headlines and whatnot, but they're kind of a model for a, a digital-first type of uh, publication. And I think we're going to see more things like that of different types of qualities. 
you know, I think newsrooms, you know, more quote unquote legitimate newsrooms, not the BuzzFeed isn't legitimate. They did interview the president. I think you're going to see them continue to more look to places like BuzzFeed for inspiration of how to better reach their audience, especially as the news consumer audience, the younger news consuming audience gets older and is looking for more, I don't want to say more serious news or or different variety of uh, types of news to sort of move beyond the BuzzFeed type of content. How about you? I'm an avid Twitter user. My film community is is Twitter, and so I would follow uh, film journalists, but then I would find that they were retweeting, you know, political news journalists and just other news journalists that are maybe in Washington. Um, So I started following those, too, because I, you know, had a connection. I had a following of these film journalists, and then they would also comment on these things happening in Washington. So I just kind of saw a mixing of all types of journalists on my feed. Can you name any of your film journalists that you follow? Mm, Allison Wilmore, I think. Okay. She writes for The Vulture sometimes. Um, to That's be honest, I like recognize names, but I don't like. I just I just know who I follow, but she's one that I follow a lot. Okay, so as an average Twitter user, do you do you click through a lot? Yeah, I don't say I, I retweet a lot. I like a lot, just so I have a I remember the things that I tweet out, but. Rarely do I comment on it or, like, quote tweet. I like to quote tweet, but unless it's something that I really know a lot about, I won't quote tweet. I'll just maybe retweet it. Okay. Have you ever had to deal with trolls? Personally, no. But, I mean, I know that the my followers deal with trolls a lot, and so I'm super particular about what I retweet because I do know that family members follow me or that, you know, random people at DePaul follow me. So I am aware that my audience is there, and so I'm very particular because trolls are a thing. Okay, let me let me get a you know about how old are, are all of you? What would you say would be the average age? Twenty. Okay. Show of hands, those who started doing social media when they were nineteen, started doing social media when they were eighteen, seventeen. So that's one for eighteen. Seventeen. Sixteen. So that's two. We've got about what maybe forty people here, thirty people. Okay, let's let's just jump. Twelve. Who were doing social? <laughs> Most of the hands came up around twelve. So for eight years, you guys have been doing social media. That's a pretty amazing experience, because twelve to twenty is a pretty intense time in a person's development and thinking process and perception of the, how the world works. Who's next? You. Hi. So I get my news a couple different ways. Every morning, like some other people said, I do every skim. That's like the first okay. thing I do every day. Just kind of makes me feel Informed. like I know what's going on, and yeah, very more broad. And then, like she said, I like BuzzFeed News a lot too. But I typically go there for more of like the entertainment and pop culture rather than like political news. And then I do also get like push notifications from various news outlets and whatnot. Cool. All right, you sir. Hi, I normally get my news from CNN Student News. It's like a 10-minute video, daily 10-minute video. I think it's now called CNN 10, I think. Sir? So, like, personally, I'm from Japan, like, and I'm naturally, like, interested in, like, the things going on in Japan. So I have an app in my phone that specializes in, like, uh, Japanese news, like, national news, like, social news, politics, business, entertainment, like, so... That makes me like just can update me in like just in my own language like Japanese. So you have that kind of app. 
Japan is a much more, I mean, they were a much sooner adapter of uh, mobile. How old were you when you started social media? Uh, like, you know, like, I think, like, I just started in, like, I just, after I came here, you know, like, okay. I don't have any, like, newspaper, like, any TV here. So that forced me to just use, like, internet, I guess. Like, back uh-huh. in Japan, like, my family, like, subscribed kind of newspapers. Mm-hmm. So I had, like, chances to read it. So I think just being upload makes me that do that. Okay. Yeah. I was in Japan in January, and I was fascinated to see how much print media there still is sure. in Japan, much more than in the United States. A couple of years ago, I um, I got invited to speak at a group of Vietnamese journalists, and they were like kind of smirking at me that you know digital news. No, 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 no. We we get all our 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 money from from print ads. That's you know they didn't quite have as as uh, greater broadband as that we have here. And I think that's kind of the barrier. Once you get broadband, greater ado- adoption of cell phones, it kind of drives. Yeah. Not in Japan. Oh, no, so. no, I know not in Japan, but I'm talking in general in other that's countries. Fine. Sir? I get a lot of my news from podcasts and the direct sites like Atlantic, New York Times, stuff like that. Okay, cool. I'm glad somebody said that they went to the sites. <laughs> People don't always do that. They go to, you know, this, do you use any of the, the news apps from any of those sites? New York Times and uh, a lot of the Apple News, um, okay. just sort of the aggregate. But I have hesitations sometimes with Apple News because I lean left. And so a lot of the sources that I have are much more in line with that. Uh-huh. And so I wonder if the algorithm they use to, like, here's some pick uh, pick stories for you, how much those are in line with what I think and how much they think I would like to discredit right-leaning sources. You. Yeah, like everybody else, I get a lot of my news from Facebook, social media, Snapchat, that kind of thing. And I've got a uh, Vice app and a New York Times app on my phone. That, the, the Vice app? Yeah. You like Vice? What do you like about it? I don't know. It's stuff I actually care about. And it's a wide variety of topics that you wouldn't always expect. And it's usually like pretty interesting. Vice is a pretty pretty cool organization. I like the way they approach the news. Yes, you. I start my day with the NPR newscast every day, and it's through the NPR app. Um, and occasionally I'll dabble with the skim, but usually it's um, not as in-depth as I'd hoped for. But I have a big interest in business and technology, so I follow a lot of VCs and um, other investors, and they have their own pages, and they send out things they're investing in or news they find to be really interesting. So I filter through them. Um, and then I also follow accounts like Launch Ticker, and those are really good um, collections of business proposals or business investments that I get through my email account. Cool. I'm assuming that most of you are getting your content on your phone, phone as opposed to desktop. Yeah, it's most most everybody. Um, you, sir. Most of my methods of getting news have already been stated, but um, whenever I open a browser on my laptop, MSN pops up. I'll briefly look over their front page but i won't really dig around okay maybe for the rest of the people's these microphones move back let's what news sources do you trust the most and why everybody at the back of the room is going to get the harder question um got back here how about you what news source do you follow um i usually read bbc um and google news did you choose them because you trust them the most Oh, yes. That's one of the reasons. And the other is my English um, teacher at high school recommended to me because BBC focuses 
on World News more than CNN and ABC. Okay. All right. Cool. And you, sir, how about you? I guess I'm the only one here who likes to turn on the TV to get his news. <laughs> so uh, usually my roommates and I will either watch Fox News or CNN. Uh-huh. We like those because, I mean, they are kind of slanted and we think it's kind of fun to, like, pick through the slanting and... You play them off again. Do you play them at the same time? You put two TVs next to each other. Uh, we go back and we flip back and forth between them. Though it's it's actually kind of an event <laughs> uh, to see how what what has you been your observation about comparing the two the the two ways that they they cover the news. I mean, they both speak pretty seriously, and obviously Fox is more right wing and CNN is more left wing. It feels to me like Fox moves a lot quicker through their stories, and they have some. Some stories that they actually present a lot more lightly, and CNN usually takes things a bit darker. Uh, strum and drang. At our office, we have uh, C-SPAN, which, is, which covers Congress, and then next to it is CNN. And I look up, and they have the same, you know, whatever, you know, Trump tweeted this, they have that up the entire day. Mm-hmm. And here's a different panel of five people talking about this thing, and it's like, is there any other news? Can we move on? It's crazy. And they also put that, that Chiron under it, breaking news for everything. Mm-hmm. Everything's breaking. Everything's breaking news. How about you? Hi. So I am really interested, and I believe really strongly, in the power of local news. Oh, wow. And <laughs> I actually worked as a um, reporter at a small-town newspaper this past summer. And so I actually go back and go to their website a lot to just find out you know what's happening in the area and to kind of catch up on the stories that I actually reported on which is pretty neat to see you know how that's progressed but I also am interested in like stories that report on the environment and agriculture and our food system so I actually subscribe to a few independent news outlets one's called The Fern and then the other is called Civil Eats and they're both like funded by the public and so I have found that they can sometimes be like less biased when reporting on certain issues than maybe the mainstream media. Well, let me ask you, what town was the paper that you worked at? I worked at the Zionsville Time Sentinel in Zionsville, Indiana. It's close to Indianapolis. How big a population is that? 25,000. It's a pretty good-sized paper. Was it published weekly? Was it published daily? It was published weekly. Well, cool. Congratulations. How about you? I really um, trust like local newspapers as well because I've worked at a few, and I get a lot of my news from like international sources because I feel like they're more objective when reporting on the United States. So like the BBC or Haaretz or um, like Al Jazeera or the Daily Star. Yeah, how about you? Um, I get most of my news from RedTube.com. Oh my bad, YouTube.com. But you know. I got mixed up because it's the YouTube red thing. Okay. It's pretty fun. I like YouTube. Okay. And I don't trust any news at all. You don't trust any news? Why not? Because, you know, like the president said, fake news, so I don't trust any news. I watch news for fun, you know. You don't trust any news? Yeah, like, you know what? I like satire news, you know. Like what? Like the late night shows? Like, like, um, yeah, like uh, Saturday Night Lives, you know. Okay. No, they're you know. Trust me, you know. Like no jumper. Yeah. You know, H three H three productions. What's his name? Uh, John Stewart. Yeah, John Stewart. John I love Stewart. John Stewart. Yeah. Oh my God, he's the man. You know, there are a lot of people. There are a lot of people we get no news if there weren't if, if there weren't John Stewart and people like him. 
yeah. uh, to, to come and, and sort of bring something to the conversation. But don't you think, you talk about fake news, don't you think that's satirical news? Is that, I mean, that's all slanted, right? I mean, fake news is what you think. Like, for example, like America just got bombed by North Korea. It did? It's fake news, right? Because well, no, it's not it's, true. It hasn't been reported. It's it's not a it's it's that's something you just said. I would need to verify that. I don't know you. I don't trust you as a news source. See, that's what I like. <laughs> that's why I don't trust any news. Okay, okay. Unfortunately, that's been kind of a phrase that's been bandied about, and people kind of like, oh, fake news, fake news. And they sort of throw it at at the media, but the media has a very important role in our democracy. Mm-hmm. So it's okay to have fun with the news. Oh, there. So for me, uh, I'm kind of like, a, I consider myself a content creator, so I like to go straight to uh, specific news sources. So RSS feeds are big for me, so I use Feedly to kind of track all of my uh, niche RSS feeds. So That's everything. really hardcore. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, like, I'm big into reading. I consider my, I'm a writer and stuff too. Um, and then uh, I use Medium because I write my own stories. I like to kind of hear about the other stories of journalists and stuff like that too. So I kind of just try to build my profile um, by commenting on those news stories and things like that too. So. Those are two okay. like, really simple ways. Okay. Uh, a lot of the news organizations are, are making a lot of decisions about how, how to report the news going forward. And they understand that the, the audience out there is, is younger, and you're in a younger audience. And, you know, I asked before when you started doing social media, and at 12, I would imagine you probably learned a lot of things in that time on social media about what you should and you shouldn't do, what what you can trust and what you can't trust. Does anyone want to say anything about that? When did you start? I'll ask you. When did you start using social media? Social media. I started when I was nine. Um, there was a precursor to MySpace. It was called Sconex. But, I, yeah. It was, in, it, was in, it was local to New York. I'm from Brooklyn. What role did, did social media play for you in high school and coming to this point? Um, it was definitely like a, uh, I, in some ways, it was like a social qualifier the, the popularity contest, how many followers do you have, stuff like that. It was um, definitely a way for us to kind of get the news, like the street news, uh, what parties were going on, even just kind of like building like a little bit of an influencer community as a kid was something that we use social media for. Do you use social media at all for, for getting your news now? Yes, I do. Okay. So do you think it's, you know, obviously you're older. Mm-hmm. You have a different experience with it and different interests and, and needs in your life especially news news wise does it seem weird that it the thing that used to be something that was sort of i'm talking social media in general mm-hmm. it was something that had this different role in your life now it it's the thing that's going to provide you it's going to be the platform that people are trying to bring you news on it's yeah weird? I, I definitely think it's weird in some senses because i mean now i'm also a content creator so i try to push news on people too which is the other thing so i guess it's like a two-way street for me now um and like you said i kind of use it as leisure before i still kind of have a personal life on social media, but not as big of one um, as I would if I wasn't a content creator and wasn't taking my social media to be something professional. So, yes, it is weird in some cases. Yeah, trust me that newsrooms are, are are spending a lot of they're spending a lot of money. They're putting a lot of attention into trying to figure out how they can use social media to deliver their content. And this is not anything new. This is what they've, they've been doing this for for years. And they, I don't think they've they've quite mastered it. I think there are a lot of things that came out of the uh, 2016 election around social media that, that opened a lot of people's eyes as to about the potential for what it can do. 
the Obama campaign, they were the first presidential campaign to really take advantage of Twitter. The 2016 election, both sides tried to leverage social media to do what it, you know, what they could. Do you think social media is any more trustworthy than than regular news sources? Hi. Um, to answer your question, I think it really depends on the social media that you use. Because for me, I don't think uh, Facebook is a trustworthy social media like a source to get news because the the news that I get is usually very biased in the first place because like it's attached with like comments and it's attached with like the the sentiments of of the of the post of the original poster. Of, when whenever I, I read some news, uh, I don't trust it like right away. I need to like verify the source and like make it make sure that it's good. And uh, one social media that I use to verify the news or like get like more uh, unbiased opinions is Reddit, because like I feel like the people like on on Reddit, the, the user of Reddit, they their thoughts are more um, they like come from both directions or like multi directions. So uh, it's more I get like a big picture of like what people think about this piece of news. And also, I like to use um, Medium because I think it's more technical and like uh, they do a lot of like uh, analyzing. And I think it's like, it gives me like a, a more critical view of like what I should like uh, to form my own opinions about like something I, that I that I read. Yeah. All right. Do any of you use any of these um, fact checkers? Have you ever gone to any of the, the fact checker sites? Can I ask you what, about which ones you've done? Yeah. Hey, I'm Jack. Hey, um, Jack. So I've actually only used it once recently, and it was off to the uh, State of the Union address. One of my friends is like a big Trump guy, um, and during the thing he said that, he's like, oh, I believe everything he's saying. So like, kind of just like as a joke with him and just like seeing, we just like went on fact checker. I can't remember what it was called, uh-huh. um, but we were just looking at that. And a lot of the things he was saying were partially true, but had like kind of like white lies within them. But yeah, it was just interesting to see kind of, yeah, that you can, they can actually take the statements, break them down, and prove them true or false. Okay. All right. Well, uh, this has been fun. I don't know about you. I got, I got a lot of insight. You know, I don't know a lot of people who go to a college and ask people how they consume the news. I think that's something that, that needs to be done more often to sort of take a survey of, of the consumers of news. And uh, as you, you know, finish college here and as you move on and you, do the things that you do in your life news is going to be a part of it and i can tell you that things are going to continue to change the way we consume now news now is going to be very different in just five years so i think the fact that you've been for example involved in social media for so long uh you're more native in in the digital environment is probably going to put you in a better place to deal with some of these things so thank you very much for taking part of this this live podcast and good night You've been listening to It's All Journalism, a weekly podcast about the changing state of digital news. Find out more about us and download past episodes at itsalljournalism.com. You can also subscribe to our podcast at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Podcast One. It takes a lot of people to put together an episode of It's All Journalism. Nicole Legrisco produced this episode. Amber Healy wrote our web content. Nick Dupre wrote our theme music. And I'm your host, Michael O'Connell. We've got lots of things in the works coming up in 2018, including more live appearances and, of course, weekly podcasts. To find out the latest news about our podcast and the things we've got going on, please subscribe to our weekly newsletter. 
Go to itsalljournalism.com and follow the link at the top of the page to subscribe. It's All Journalism is produced in partnership with the Association of Alternative News Media. Thanks for listening. The What's Working in Washington podcast with your host, Jonathan Aberman. We share this region's innovative, entrepreneurial, and creative spirit. This podcast tells impressive stories of passion and spunk taking place here in the D.C. region. It illustrates how the nation's capital is anything but the stuffy, bureaucratic, politics-only reputation it tries to shed. The What's Working in Washington podcast. Find it on iTunes, the Podcast One app, podcastone.com, or at WTOP.com. Search Podcast D.C. The Finish the Game Podcast with your host, Sean Alexander. Draw play to Sean, across the 10, the 5, touchdown Seahawks! Hey, this is Sean Alexander, NFL MVP. Check out my podcast, Finish the Game, where I discuss sports and life lessons helping you become an MVP. The Finish the Game Podcast. Find it on iTunes, the Podcast One app, podcastone.com, or at WTOP.com. Search Podcast DC.